All right, I believe this is working. Okay. So we're currently uh, currently recording. Okay, cool. Um, I'm just um, just taking an antihistamine because my skin is flaring up. Is this the uh, the, the nerves before your first uh, professional shoot? Mm. Are we actually rolling? <laughs> well, it's recording at the moment. It's not a struggle unless it's a struggle. Like I know that sounds ridiculous, but for some um, some people, being an actor, a breed. You're encouraging us to use this podcast <laughs> to tell me I'm shit. <laughs> Yeah, you get a bit, bit anxious about it. Yeah, just a little. I mean, not not like crazy anxious, but um, yeah, for me, the first thing that uh, goes is the skin. <laughs> this is ideal for filming. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. I remember. So what is this? Yeah, go. When I first when I first got into um, drama school, my skin was really bad because I'd been going through an anxious patch, and I thought... I remember that you were popping the antihistamines quite a bit. Yeah, and I thought, you know, even if, regardless of how good I get at acting, I may never be able to do this because <laughs> it was contact, um, abrasive dermatitis, so, like, if someone touched me, it, it flared up. <laughs> well, I'm re- Which would I mean if I was like, in an intimate scene, I would end up with, like, finger marks, <laughs> red finger marks across my face. Yeah, I remember that. We were, like, drawing things on your stomach at one point or something. <laughs> <laughs> People would we'll draw things on you. Yeah, oh, man. So that's, so that's popping back up. And I, I've got to be clean-shaven today, so uh, and I'm not normally a clean-shaven guy. Yeah, right. I have to do that as well. Yeah. Um, we should... We should probably pause there, shouldn't we, and just uh, some people just come into a very casual chat here. We're, oh, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Do, we're doing the, the podcast this week over the phone, so that's the uh, the slight drop in quality. We're not in the comfortable uh, studio space at my house. And yeah. uh, Luke, where are you right now? Um, well, I mean, I don't know how much I should give away about where I am, but I'm away for a little bit, away from Sydney. Uh, um, and it's my yeah, like we said, it's my first day on set on a feature film, my first feature film, and uh, the nerves are high. <laughs> the nerves are high. The skin, the skin is raw and red. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I guess uh, perhaps for formality's sake, um, through the, the the technology of. Um, phones and recording and stuff where we're a few hundred kilometers away from each other and um and if anyone wants to get in get involved i'm promoting the twitter here the twitter handle at stage milk and uh on facebook facebook forward slash stage milk yep hashtag one word talk acting um yeah please do get involved guys because we are we we've been having more and more interaction with people and People shouting out about the podcast. So, um, yeah, if you if you want to steer these conversations to uh, any particular areas, please. rather than please do, because we will take it. <laughs> Actually, please don't. We like just rambling. We like going on our own little. Uh, no, I was thinking the exact opposite. I was like, someone give this thing direction. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was speaking to uh, to a family friend actually the other day. He said, "I'm listening to a podcast, and uh, yeah, it's good. I just." Like, I get that it's kind of conversational, but um, maybe just at the start, even saying, you know, something about what you're going to talk about 
<laughs> just for people. And he also said, he said, we sound the same. No. Which I, oh, no, I couldn't believe it. He said, yeah. He said, so that was the other thing. I also couldn't tell the difference between who was speaking. And I was like, well, it sounds like it was a pleasant listening experience for you then, wasn't it? <laughs> um, okay, well, maybe anyway, we'll clarify that. So, yeah, this is Andrew. Right now. <laughs> and this is Luke. Uh, <laughs> I mean, usually I feel like I'm probably sounding slightly more anxious, maybe slightly English, you know. We might be switching yeah, that today. Accent hangover view, and also usually when when the the high pitch kicks in, that's usually Andy. Uh, <laughs> me me freaking out. Give us an example of. Uh, what do you mean the high pitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking. Uh, well, let's have a think. What are we? Uh, well, we're. we're um, I'd, I'd be very interested to to delve a little bit more into into this project, keeping it general, but. Um, so this is your first, it's your first sort of professional film gig, would that be fair to say? Yeah, outside like of films. I mean, yeah, since graduating I've been mainly employed in uh, advertising and theatre. Um, yep. So this is definitely my first feature film. Um, oh, well, you know, which I guess is a, you know, it's a big deal, it's a big deal for me. Um, yeah, yeah. And what's been the process of, uh, of uh, getting ready for it? Oh, mate, um, strenuous hard work, just lots and lots of really hard work. Um, no, nothing at all. No press <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, but do you, you wanted to, but on purpose, kind of, you, you wanted to just keep, I mean, obviously you've, you've learned your lines, hopefully, or you've, uh, you've read through the script. Yeah, well, actually, it's interesting you say that because, um, I know someone else who's worked on the film and um, and in communications uh, for, from the director, they like it pretty natural and unrehearsed. So yeah, um, I know the lines, but I'm intentionally not um, not rehearsing in rhythms um, by kind of you know doing the lines over and over again with someone like a family member or mm. something to not rehearse in um, delivery. Mm. You know? So, so the lines are there, yeah, but they're not. Um, their sense isn't necessarily as structured as it could be, mm. which is kind of exciting. It's exhilarating thinking that um, I'm jumping into a scene, and who knows what will happen. Hopefully, there's some some um, room for improvising and things like that as well. Yeah, sense. look, I mean, in my my brief experience so far, there is very little room for anything, but um, hopefully <laughs> you, you get a bit of that. Um, yeah, very exciting. And yeah. um, and you're doing two or three the, the rest of the week on it. Um, so I'm I'm doing a total only a total of four days. Um, right. It's it's quite spread out, as it usually is. I mean, friends of ours, mm. it, it seems to be spread out just for kind of convenience, location convenience, and getting everyone together at the same time logistically is really tricky, I think. Um, mm. Yeah, but, um, you know, there'll be a couple of minutes of me up there on on screen. Um, it's just cool. It's really cool. Very cool, and I, I look forward to it. Probably in about well, a year's time or something like that with the turnaround. Yeah, that's right. right. It'll be a bit of a wait. It's quite funny that thing, isn't it? Like you've got these people who are like doing all this stuff, and it's like 
but it's probably going to be a year's time before they may be known for it or uh, we actually get to see any of it, which is quite interesting. Yeah, well, there's that, um, that approach to, like, you should always have your next geek lined up before before your uh, previous film <laughs> is released. Mm. So so uh, you, you kind of work on the expectation of the project that you're in to book your next gig, um, regardless of whether you're good, bad, or ugly in the um, in the first one. <laughs> yeah, book it before they uh, they see the quality of the work, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and so, so how's your week been? You've been pretty busy. Yeah, I mean, I I had. I had a very interesting audition on Monday, which was it was a, a, a new experience because I've, I've gotten quite good. I mean, I think some of the best advice I've ever got about auditioning is um, just be that, just enjoy the experience of being that character for however long you have it and just to use an audition as just an opportunity to act. So you're just going in there, doing it. And what that does is then when you walk out, you can kind of go, oh, I was just doing it for that 10 minutes or so. And then to just sort of walk away from it and leave it. So um, there's, no, there's no end end game happening. Yeah, and I think because, you know, and having, and having that, um, you know, it leaves you hopefully, obviously you're going to always want the gig and um, put that little bit of pressure on, but it, it takes some of that pressure off of going, oh, I so want that role, you know, because you kind of just go in with the attitude of every audition once you've done it, you walk out and just try to enjoy it as a single experience, yeah. um, which I think Brian Cranston said, if I've said his name right, from uh, Breaking oh, Bad. Right. Yeah, yeah, that video. yeah. And, um, but this idea of kind of walking away was interesting. But I did this audition where there were so many positive factors. It was uh, like it was just, you know, when you read one of those briefs, I mean, I'm kind of specific in that I'm, I'm very tall. And it was one of these roles where they, you know, wanted a kind of specific, something that really suited my look. And for once, I was kind of going into, into an audition and not sort of pretending to be average height. You know, they were sort of like, oh, you're cool. Yeah, we like that. That's great. <laughs> and then, you know, and then we're very positive with the audition. And you kind of, you kind of then can't help but be like, oh, my God. Yeah. This yeah, is, right. You know, this is, this is actually quite so possible. The it was a, high. Yeah. So it was a kind of, first audition like that in a while where I'm sort of trying to just leave it leave it in the room but you can't help but be like I don't know they liked that I was tall and they, they seem positive about the acting and you know and, uh, but it, it can have quite effect it can really ruin well it depends how you look at it but it could, that hope can kind of ruin the next three or four days <laughs> and just like you know you're sort of just checking the phone as the agent calls uh, okay <laughs> But um, the opportunity costs associated with a good audition. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing, I remember speaking to a good friend who, a uh, good actor friend of mine, and he loved that. He said, I'd prefer to constantly live in that state of hope and just not not know either way. And I was like, I personally think that's the absolute worst place to be. Yeah, no <laughs> But I guess it means the dream hasn't died. Like if you just keep the, keep the sort of... Yeah, well, I guess, like, maybe I I can think that I would enjoy it if, like, if I were going to enough auditions and that hope period lasted for two days, 
Mm. And then I got a rejection. And But when I got that rejection, there was another hope period going on a different role. Um, yeah. But but sometimes in those dry times where you're auditioning, you know, once a month, uh, if you're living in hope of that gig for a month, uh, that sounds that sounds depressing. <laughs> I totally agree. Um, do you, do you have a similar thing um, with that? With do you have a sort of approach to the audition in terms of thinking about it in that way? In terms of managing my like my, your, my your hopes and your stresses, yeah, yeah. Um, no, look, I'm terrible at it. Um, yeah, right. Because you know when you say you read a brief um, and and you're like, oh, that you know that that sounds like me. Like this guy's tall. Uh, you know, he's got this build, whatever, he's my age. Um, I think, like, I don't know whether it's because of my arrogance or or, <laughs> or because, like, I'm, I'm just a pretty standard dude. I go, oh, I pick up every script and I'm like, I am perfect for this role. <laughs> That's, I, I think I said this same thing to another actor who said the exact same thing. They're like... Yeah, right. So, yeah, I'd pick up everything and I'd just go, <laughs> this is me. Right for this, isn't it? Yeah. And they were going, I don't know whether that's, yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, right. So my girlfriend gives me shit about that all the time. Um, mm. And uh, unfortunately, like, I, I, I can't stop it. I can't stop thinking that I, I would be good at, at like literally ninety five percent of the roles. <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's a good a good way to go. I think for sure. I think um, I actually remember auditioning back in the day when I my first ever audition auditioning for Harry Potter. They did a a nationwide search in England. Yeah, and I and and I think I had that same thing. I mean, I wasn't quite quite as a giant back then, but I was going. Yeah, I can do this. I'm Harry. And all the people around me going, you don't look anything like Harry, but you know. <laughs> so I think, but um, I think I think you got to have a bit of that face. Yeah, well, I said is. it to my I said it to my agent one day. I was like, uh, I mean, I'm sorry to hear that you didn't get Harry Potter. That would have been a, that it. Would have been, been life. not a bad role, not a bad role. Yeah, I, I guess ironically, Radcliffe is is a pretty small man. He, he, he's quite short. Well, the, the funny thing about me would have been is uh, they probably would have hired me at a, at a reasonable height. And then just they would have been freaking out in the sort of later films and they're starting to go, this guy is it was gigantic. Exploded. You know, he's like, he, he started out all right, you know. He really hit his, hit his strides in the uh, 16, 17th and just fucked up the multi-million, billion dollar franchise. <laughs> just this Poor huge, uh, gangly 17-year-old. couldn't keep up. With they the could not keep up. Just Harry Potter uh, towering over Hagrid. It wouldn't have been uh, a good look. Yeah. yeah. Or they would have spent another million dollars on giving everyone sandbags. and. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it would have made my books relevant again for a few years. Um, sorry, what um, were you? Yeah, I, said, I said to my agent, uh, this week I had an audition for a, uh, for a film project, and I said, oh, I really, I really want this one. And she said to me, yeah, of course. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but it's nice, like, um, but yeah, yeah, you know, you want every one, right? That's why yeah, you're going yeah. out and doing it. If you didn't want it, like, actually, I guess that's a good segue because I've been talking to some people recently about reluctantly auditioning for things and 
And I think there's a lot of power in saying no to auditions because you don't fear. What do you mean, like going, uh, not going for an audition? Well, actually, it's difficult. I've put my foot in it here because I feel I feel conflicted on this point. Um, in one way, I think that um, rejecting auditions is a is a bad thing to do because. In fact, you're not responsible for your own casting, right? So, like, sometimes your uh, your agent and the casting agent know better than you what you can play. Right. Um, but also, on on the other hand, uh, I think there there is some power in in saying no to an audition that um, I don't know, maybe that that doesn't suit you morally or. Um, or you feel like really passionately that you wouldn't be appropriate for the role? I don't know. How do you yeah. Well, I actually did this, I think probably for the first time, maybe ever or for, for a long time, just a couple of months back. And, and I got this brief through for, uh, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this. Um, yeah. I, I think perhaps I woke up in the morning feeling a little bit, <laughs> a little bit edgy or a little bit, you know, like, I wasn't maybe in the best mind frame when I got it through, so I don't know if that I was hungover. Is that what we're saying? I don't know if I was hungover. I just I don't know. I just woke up on the wrong side of bed, you know, just a bit, bit grouchy. But anyway, I got sure. this. I got this brief through, which was basically it was a very small amount of money for for the advertising world. So even if you're just doing it financially, it wouldn't have necessarily been that, you know, lucrative. Yeah, sure, lucrative. Okay. Um, because I. Th- <laughs> <laughs> interesting point is there a point where it's worth doing something immoral I don't know but definitely not for the, no, definitely not for this amount um, <laughs> well this, this amount didn't, didn't uh, peak my uh, my morale oh right I'm getting lost here we go anyway so <laughs> got, got this brief through wasn't a, wasn't a lot of money and it was I just read it and they wanted me to play Basically, it was, I think it was some sort of insurance thing. And basically pretend that I had a spinal injury. And it was like an interview style. And from, I don't know if I read it right, but from my reading of it, it was actually like, you know, an audience member, you know, an audience, someone, someone watching TV would think that I have the spinal injury. Uh, uh, right. Yeah, this is a tricky area. Selling, yeah. you know, this insurance thing. And, and I just, I just kind of went, I just, I just went. I can't do it. It's just not worth for that amount of money me to to sell out, you know. And it also, it also annoyed me in a, a little way. I think to, you know, because you had to. It, obviously, they wouldn't give this audition to some. You know, a bit of an arrogant thing again. They wouldn't give this audition to someone with, you know, a profile because it would um, obviously it would be like, well, you know, you know. So it was kind of. I think that in a kind of ego sense, got me a little bit. I was like, well, you know, this isn't an ideal thing to do and it kind of also shows a little bit of lack of faith maybe. Um, so, but it, my agent was very good about not doing it. Obviously, it was just kind of like a bulk audition that he was just thought would be a good, you know, bit of money or whatever else. But just kind of engage was, you. Yeah. yeah, just kind of putting it out to me. But, um, yeah, I don't know. And I... And I oh, yeah, that's tough. But it was, yeah. It was a gray, it was a gray area, and I kind of felt like, but, but actors have it all the time, and I kind of felt like, and even now feeling, you know, speaking about it, you kind of feel like, oh, should I, you know, be talking about this? Because it's kind of like everyone's just like, well, if you don't do it, someone else will. You know, it's like there's a, the the ad 
morality is really interesting to me because people, it seems when you speak to actors, well, you know, you, you'd be able to find an actor to do almost anything. Mm. You know, like there's a lot of, a lot of gray in the, in, in, in the ad world because I think people, you know, even people I really respect intellectually and as actors will go, oh yeah, but it's just an ad. It's just money. And you go, yeah, but like you're endorsing perhaps, you know, a big food chain that maybe has, you know, you don't agree with or I don't know. What do you have an opinion on that? Yeah. I mean, for me, yeah, for me, for me, it's just like, uh, there's a few points that you want to check. Like, uh, am I a good person if I do this? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I mean, I guess morality is, is something that is fluid for everyone. Um, but for me, it's just, um, is this, is this a product that I use? Um, yes. Is this the product that in general is trying to to be better? Um, and, and also usually I, I auditioned for the role of a user rather than a representative of the company. So, yeah, but I find, I mean, I find that area super tricky as well. Um, and it's something that I actually rely on rely on my agency to to help me negotiate. Um, but I'm I'm uh, yeah I mean you've really put me in it. Then. I, I I don't know I don't know what the answer is. Um, mm. and it's, well, I think it's very interesting to talk about because I don't think it's uh, it's even ever been a conversation. You know, uh, like I say, I brought it up with people who I really respect, and most people are just like, oh well, you know, it's just. You're just an ad, you know. You're just kind of an actor in it. Doesn't you don't have to agree with this, you know this company to be in their ad. Mm. Perhaps my or Luke. But then there are other people who just will refuse to do any commercial acting because uh, they don't believe in in advertising. Yeah, on on both ends of that scale. Um, yeah, and 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 I guess there's another perspective where it's the uh, the pay for art perspective. They're like, do this in order to do something more artistic, right? Like as a as a funding stream for your artistic and creative pursuits. Um, I think it's one of the Well, you know, like if, if I do if I do this final injury ad. Um, then I will be able to produce my play about um, the injustices in um, I don't know. Do you think, do you think that, Africa? that as a concept, speaking more generally, is actually a legitimate way to do anything? That, that yeah, the, philosophically, I don't I don't agree with that. But what I'm saying is, some people think about it like that. Sure, sure. I mean, yeah, like greater good stuff. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't think I'm someone to judge in in that way. Um, but you know, I mean, I think uh, I remember I read an article. Maybe it was a Kevin Spacey piece. Uh, I'm not sure, but it was like actors should have opinions, right? Not don't just treat yourself as a as like a meat puppet who's willing to tell everyone else's stories for them. You know, mm. I think there has to be some selection process. Um, Absolutely. But, uh, but and, boys, and like, 
you know, but it's also I do sympathise because, you know, even in my position or, uh, you know, actors who are maybe with very small agents or starting out, to it's it's like when you work a, you know, a cafe job to and you're kind of just, you know, maybe very low low down, you're a waiter or something, you know, you've just started there. It's very difficult to, to go, oh, you're not paying me my super or you're not, you know, it takes a hell of a lot of guts, you know, for someone at... at at an early stage to to have that kind of moral standard than it does perhaps, you know, professional actors who are working who, you know, like yourself, you're doing a bit on TV. It's probably easier for you to now go to your agent when they send you through the, uh, the, the uh, shady ad to be like, look, I don't want to do that, you know? So I t- it's a kind of a very yeah, interesting yeah, area. Right. Because- I saw an ad uh, maybe 10 years ago and... There was a super, I don't know whether you say superimposed, but like there was a fart track. A fart track? Yeah, there was a close-up on the actor's backside and there was a fart track played over the top of it. Now, if that actor went into the job not knowing about that fart track, I can I can forgive them. But like, if you pick up a brief and it says that there's going to be that kind of thing happening. You have to say no. There is no <laughs> way under any circumstances that that is going to be good for your career. Yeah, yeah. But I, I sort of, I don't know if dev, dev playing devil's advocate here, but I do, I do, you know, really sympathise with people who, to, to make that call, to, to say to their agent, I don't, oh, look, I don't really want to do the fart one because I just, I think it's a bit, you know, demeaning mm. or whatever it is. Like, it's a tough call to make. If you don't have that standing in the agency or you're a young actor, it's, you know. But I think it's, I, I, if I, yeah, God, if anyone listening to this, I would, I think that is absolutely more than anything as actors is what we have to do. And that's, you know. Yeah, and we've learned opinions about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I think you've got to, yeah, it's always, I, my personal thing with all this stuff, it's always on these small situations, you know, the, the people beginning in their careers to, to be strong. It's, it's much easier for people with a name to go, oh, yeah, I don't want to advertise, you know, fast food, you know, because they've got a bloody film coming out in two weeks, you know, they don't. But, yeah, but... Yeah. yeah, but maybe one of the reasons why they have that choice is because they had a higher standard from the start. Yeah, it's a fair point. Fair point. I, don't necess- I, don't, I don't necessarily believe that that is the case in all cases, but like, yeah. Yeah. You did just say get in touch, but I think this has gone to a very interesting area. If I would love to hear people's opinions on this. So, yeah, get on the Twitter and the uh the advertising uh what would we what would you call it? Got a hashtag for us? <laughs> hashtag ad morality. Uh, no, no, I mean it's an acting question. I don't think it's advertising. I think it's it's more general than that. I think it's about um how you um do you say no to auditions? Um how do you say no to auditions? What jobs yeah, do yeah. you're not prepared to do? Yeah, I don't think it's just an advertising thing at all. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, it's a very good acting, and, we'll, and, we'll, and we'll, we'll, we'll read some of the comments out next week. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, but it's a very, very interesting area that I think I think our both of us are uh, great uh, proponents for you know taking your power back. You know, I think there's probably too much emphasis on you know actors throughout history have kind of been used. You know, we were once akin to prostitutes, I believe, back in the day. You know, and I think we need to. Um, you know, it's important to. So no one else about. Well, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, very interesting area. I'll tell you what, Andy, it's heading towards, and in fact, it's two minutes past the time that I was supposed to be picked up, so I better, I better go. Um, all right. Well, we all, uh, you. and everyone I'm sure listening wishes you luck on your first uh, copper shoot, and we'll, uh, sure we'll, we'll unpack it on next week's episode. Yeah. Sure so um, thanks so much for chatting, and thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll uh, hopefully speak to you all soon. Yeah, gotcha. Awesome. Bye.